Easter. What does that mean to you? Do you know? Do you care? For many kids, it means a bunny in a basket of candy. Yeah, candy, all kinds of things. I like those little crunch bars. I don't like those jelly beans, though. The jelly beans, they get caught and wedged in your teeth. You know, each each chew squeezes it down more and more, deeper and deeper, in between your teeth. You need a jackhammer to get it out. Nah, you can have the jelly beans and their pretty colors. And for the adults, what does Easter mean? Well, for many, it means that you got to force yourself to go to church. Yeah, twice a year, Christmas and Easter, you feel like you have to go. You must go twice a year. But you think about it, what does that accomplish? What does twice a year accomplish in anything? For instance, batting practice. You think twice a year... Taking batting practice will enable you to hit a curveball? No, I don't think so. How about if you have a 7- and 9-year-old who fights a lot? Do you think twice a year if you tell them, hey, stop fighting, you think that's going to do it? No, I don't think so. And the gym. You go to the gym twice a year. I think I'm making my point pretty clear by now. But if you go twice to the gym a year... What is that going to accomplish? You think you're going to get 20-inch 20, 20 biceps like the board guy? No. You think you're going to get that tight, rotund, gluteus maximus? It's not going to work. And it's the same thing with church twice a year. Pretty much if you do the bare minimum in anything, it usually results next to nothing. So perhaps, just perhaps... We should think about maybe going more often. And yes, if you really want to, if you want to wear that big Easter hat that you love so much that you save once a year, you could wear that more often throughout the year. Yeah, wear them. You guys too. Maybe not the guys, but yeah, the women. Big, big brims, big bright colors. You can wear that more than just once a year. You pay what, 100 200 bucks for a hat? I don't know what you cost, what they cost. And you wear it once a year? Nah. Wear it every other year. Wear it every other Sunday going throughout the year. That's what I'm thinking. So, why did Jesus die in the first place and then rise on the third day? Why did he do that? Now, he told his friends beforehand what was going to happen. The book says from then on, Jesus started to indicate to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly there at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and to be put to death and raised up on the third day. Now, was that some kind of magic trick? Was it some kind of planned stunt for notoriety like Houdini used to do? Remember good old Houdini hanging upside down in a straitjacket? What a bogus trick that was. That was nonsense. How about surviving after a after a nice, healthy machine gun blast? Yeah, that would be a trick. Not this straitjacket stuff. Now, if Jesus didn't raise from the dead, then the Bible and Christianity, it's a big waste of time. It's meaningless. You throw it in the garbage. Nobody cares. 
if Jesus didn't raise from the dead, it means we won't be raised from the dead either. In other words, there'll be no ultimate punishment for evil, no reward for obedience, no accountability, no consequences for actions, no real justice whatsoever. And if that's the case, hey, it's a free-for-all down here. We literally can do anything, anytime. Who cares how it affects other people? It, it ain't going to matter. And, and isn't that pretty much the way we are today? I'm thinking, you know, lawless society without God more and more and more. No absolute rule of morality. Morality. Is that even a word anymore? I think they took it out of the dictionary. If the dictionary even exists anymore, uh, I, I don't think it does. If you Google dictionary, what comes up is an ancient extinct book for old people. P.S. Get with the times. That's what Google would say about a dictionary. I guess I should stop using that word. But thankfully, Jesus did rise from the dead. Even though the apostles were quite confused prior to it happening. They didn't know what was going on for the most part. The book says, I mean, would you? It sounds so ludicrous. Some guy's going to die and then come back. What are you talking about? That's not how it works, is it? The book says, though they failed to understand his words, they were afraid to question him, the apostles. But afterwards, when they did see him after the resurrection on that third day, Then they did get it, the book says. At the sight of him, those who had entertained doubts fell down in homage as they were instructed to go forward and make disciples of all the nations. So because Jesus did die and resurrect, it's a good thing. Because of that, the unrepentant child molesters and rapists And guys like Hitler, they'll see justice. Now, Hitler, you know, he kind of tried to weasel out of it by evidently committing suicide to escape the punishment that was going to come his way. No, he's not escaping nothing. We'll all get justice, all of us, including that kid in my fifth grade class. Yeah, whoever he was, he stole my bubble gum. Yeah, stole it. And it was Tutti Fruity, my favorite. How dare he do that? It ruined my whole day. I mean, it's not important now, but when you're a little kid, your Tutti Fruity gum in your back pocket is the highlight of the afternoon. Uh, I have my ideas who stole it. Anyway. Now, why did Jesus go back to heaven after he resurrected? Now, why did he do that? Couldn't he have just hung out and call it a day? He could have if he wanted to. Why not? He calls the shots. But he didn't do that. No, he had to leave. He had to go back to heaven. Because the paraclete, what a word that is. Paraclete, we we don't hear that in everyday conversation, but it's in the book. The paraclete or the Holy Spirit... The only way that the Holy Spirit would come down is if Jesus went up. It's sort of like a a substitution, like like a basketball substitution. One in, one out. 
Uh, when I used to play, yeah, the coach would put me in for two minutes, and then I would hear that buzzard. There I go out. One out, one in. And I was the one going out most of the time. It's no fun being a scrub growing up in sports. But that's that's what it's sort of like. It was sort of is like or was like Jesus going up and the Holy Spirit coming down. And who is the Holy Spirit? Well, if you listen to this show much, don't bring up God every Sunday morning from eight to nine on WAEB. My name is Robert. How you doing? If you listen to us, you know who the Holy Spirit is by now. The Holy Spirit, the driving force in our lives that makes us soldiers of God to spread the faith in small and large ways. It's our power pack, our energy source. Just as Jesus told the apostles, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes down on you. Then you are to be my witnesses in Jerusalem, even to the ends of the earth. Now, the Holy Spirit, man, very important, very important part of that Trinity, although the word Trinity is not in the Bible. Ah, interesting. But nevertheless, seems to be the fact. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yes. So the Holy Spirit directs us and prompts us and gives us direction. Open up. nutritional products is all about one thing clean healthy natural living take advantage of queen's full assortment of organic vegan vegetarian and gluten-free products everything from vitamins herbs grains and raw honey to skin hair and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process queen's also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals queen's nutritional products is located at 1450 pennsylvania avenue right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queens. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. Queens, a family business, is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queen's Nutritional Products, open seven days a week. I hope you can freely bring up God to family and friends, but sometimes they look at you like you got worms crawling out of your ears. As if what is wrong with you? Their message is loud and clear. Don't bring up God. But on this show, don't bring up God, we bring up God. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's the Don't Bring Up God show with Robert every Sunday morning from 8 to 9. Yo, we talked about throwing up on a boat, the Wizard of Oz, the prostate, and the bad attitude of an ostrich. But the best, most important topics of all are God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible. Yeah, come join the party and call us live at 610-720-7900. That's 610-720-7900. Penharth is your store for Easy Blaze wood pellets, Breckwell and St. Croix pellet stoves, along with a great selection of wood stoves. 
All available at great prices with ultimate efficiency. And don't forget about their amazing Yoder Pellets Smokers and Grills, the world's most versatile cooker. You get flame grill, smoke, and bake all in one. It has a precise temperature control, clean burning wood pellets, plus an industry-leading warranty. Anything and everything tastes better off a Yoder Smoker and Grill. So visit Penharth and Copley, Tuesday through Saturday. Their phone is 610-769-5050. Man, what's not happening at Relic Hunter Firing Line? Where do I begin? Rotating every month, we got for the more advanced shooters, Tactical Night, where you got a walking course on the open range floor with different targets and shooting stations. We also got a move and shoot night concentrating on movement forward and back and drawing from your holster. To sign up, call 610-440-1911. Relic Hunter Firing Line also has a new shooter class teaching you fundamentals and good shooting habits. Relic Hunter also has the NRA Basic Pistol 6-hour course and guess what? Free lunch. Last but not least, we have the all-important ladies night. Women have absolutely no reason to be intimidated. Come out to learn, shoot, and have fun with one of the best female instructors in the Lehigh Valley. So call Relic Hunter Firing Line today at 610-440-1911. This is Don't Bring Up God. My name is Robert. We're here every Sunday from 8 to 9 on WAB 790 AM. The phone number, if you want to chat, is 610 610- 720-7900. And as a reminder, we are on iTunes, our podcast, Don't Bring Up God, on iTunes for your convenience. Sure it is. So talking about the Holy Spirit directing us and prompting us every day of our lives, giving us direction, sort of like a GPS, but without the nagging voice. Yeah, some of those are annoying, whether you listen to it on your phone or you have a GPS, they're, they're getting extinct too now, I guess, because you can do everything over the phone. But regardless, the GPS it has a nagging voice, and it tells you, oh, take a left turn here and then immediate right. And sometimes I miss that immediate right, and right away the GPS is like, I said right. I'm thinking, what was that? Did she just give me some tone? My GPS? Man, so it sounds like it sounds like my wife in the passenger seat. So let's pray and ask God for the Holy Spirit each day, and that He never leaves us until our time is up. Hey, we got a caller. Who's this? Good morning. My name is John. Hi, John. How are you? I'm good, Robert. Good morning to you, and happy Easter. Christ is risen. Hallelujah. And uh, just remember, if you're going to bake bread in a hearth. You've got to kill it first, and make sure you're dating Cindy Brady. I was just gonna, I was just gonna ask you if you're a first-time caller, caller, but evidently you're not. I am, as of right this moment, a second-time caller. Sir. Okay, good. What do you got on your and, mind? And and the GPS may misguide you, but the Holy Spirit never will. But uh, we, it's the misguidance may come from our own interpretation of uh, the answer to our prayers, if you will. When did you know about the Holy Spirit? i got to tell you, I'm 59. It, it took me like 56 years to realize who and what the Holy Spirit was. Well, I went through 12 years of Catholic school, and I had a pretty good foundation, but I think 
basically because I, by my own foolish choices, hung around with the wrong crowd for many, many years, I didn't really have an epiphany until I was around 45 years old, if you will. Um, and and uh, not that God wasn't in my life up until then, but it was, I guess, for lack of a better way to put it, I was my own biggest enemy. Yeah, I, I had a good Catholic upbringing. I, I, I was taught many things, but evidently I wasn't paying attention as usual and missed the Holy Spirit part because I don't really remember any kind of stress of the Holy Spirit. Well, your good foundation shows, and uh, God... God forgive little Robbie Johnson or, or Timmy Hutton or whoever it was that stole your tutti fruity bubblegum. <laughs> and and uh, I don't know if you if you heard about what happened in Sri Lanka, but that is just absolutely horrible. And we have to pray for all of those people. And I heard that there was a cardinal that came out and and said uh, the the perpetrators of this must must suffer the harshest of punishment and and. Uh, we have to. We have to go after these. Did people. that happen but, last but, night or this morning? Appar- apparently, it well, sort of the same. I mean, you know, different time zone over there and such. But uh, that's that's such a shame. So remind all the listeners to to pray for the victims and and uh, pray that more people wake up to the to the horrors of. Uh, fundamental Islamism, which uh, I'm going to go out on a little limb here and say I don't think it was the Jewish people or other Catholics or Christians that did this, but uh, who knows. I, 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 that was uh, total surmisation there, just a hypothesis, if you will. Well, there is an attack on the, on the Christianity of this world, and it's coming from somewhere, and it's a concerted effort. It's not on a whim or by accident. This thing has exactly. been going whether, on whether for it a was, long time. What, Exactly. Whether it was fundamental Islamism or not, it's it's coming from the devil. Like you just said, it's coming from somewhere. Well, it's 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 not good people doing this stuff, and it's 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 such a shame. But but uh, happy Easter, and let us all remember that Christ died for our for our sins. And uh, and as far as the the evils of the world, man, we gotta we gotta face down. Thank God for Donald Trump, and we gotta face down the people that are trying to ruin and take away the best country that God ever gave man in the history of this world. Agreed. And I don't see any other option other than God in the Bible. Hey, thanks for the call. God bless. Happy Easter. You too. Yeah, yeah. Tragedies and, and disasters got to be addressed and you got to fight back. You just can't let you just can't be passive and let it happen. You know, more security, more initiative against that negative flow of action, something's got to be done all over the world. It's just not in one place. It's spread all over the world like a cancer. So talking about the Holy Spirit, the good old Holy Spirit, very important cog in the Trinity, without question, there to, to, to direct you at all times. And as I said, uh, hopefully when our, when our life is over, in this world, and, and we're done, and we're time to go, that, that we'll be able to say, like Jesus said on the cross, he said, it is finished, just before he died on the cross. And now you got to remember that we all are given a job on this earth, all a plan, and hopefully we complete that to completion, and say it is finished before we die, and before we leave this planet. For, again, our life was absolutely designed and prepared for us in advance. The Bible says that very clearly before we were even born. So our job is to tap in to that plan for our life, whatever it is. 
decipher the word of God and and your and His plan for your life. Uh, when Jesus uh, died on the cross, celebrating on this Easter, I don't I don't I don't know if the, I don't know if I like the word celebrating a death, but commemorating Jesus dying on the cross. I think His last words actually were. The book says, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And and happily, with contentment, contentment, hopefully we all can do the same. Commend our spirit in a calm and very anticipatorial way. Is that a word? I don't even know if I could say it a second time. But when we pack it in and leave this earth, it would be nice to know that we did and we accomplished what God intended us to co- to accomplish. Because this planet, this world, it's very temporary. We know that, right? It's incredibly temporary. The time goes by so fast, especially the older you get. So it's temporary like anything else on this planet. Like when your wife-to-be used to laugh at your jokes before you got married. Oh, yeah. You'd give a joke, say something funny. Oh, she would think you were so hilarious. Oh, you're such a delight. But what happens after you get married? You crack a joke, and she just looks at you like, really? Really? (laughs) Or she just simply looks at you without saying even a word. You know, where did all the applause go? After you're married, I'd say about three quarters of a year to a year, year and a half, the, the, the audience is gone. The applause is gone. I don't go for that. Let's go back to before when when you were my laugh track, if anybody's listening. <laughs> so when we rise from the dead, from, de- from the dead, from the death, from the dead, I could probably go either way. So when we rise from the dead, as Jesus did, we will be reunited with family and friends. Just as Jesus did. I believe it was his third appearance after the resurrection. He appeared to the apostles. Helping and giving advice. As usual, the book says, cast your net off to the starboard side, he suggested. And you will find something. So they made a cast and took so many fish, they could not haul the net in. Do we got a caller there? I guess I should attend to him. Hey, we got a call. Who's this? Hey, Robert. Happy Easter. How's it going? What's up? It's Barry. I know. Don't don't. Oh, think you know. I know. Well, I, I, it must be the Easter Bunny. I was confused for a, for a half second, but I knew it was you. Good old yeah, Barry. So. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, happy Easter. So, you know, Easter has both uh, pagan and Christian origins. Uh, I gave you a history lesson one time. I don't know. Uh, uh, they were incorporated in paganism along with Christianity. It falls on the first Sunday after the first full moon uh, of the spring equinox. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, my wife asked me, do you know how they came up with Easter on this day? And she said that word equinox, if I'm saying it right. I don't even know what that is. Well, the first day of spring, yeah. Oh, all right. And actually, it comes from the word Ishtar. Why don't they just say the first day of spring instead of, instead of saying that complicated word? Yeah, equinox. It is, it is kind of complicated. You like saying that, Barry, though, don't you? Well, that's, that's how people usually say it. Sometimes, it, it, the first day of spring, it's equinox. All right. You know, in other words, the, the sun shines equally on both sides of the hemisphere. So this is globe. an accurate day of when he actually did rise from the dead, unlike Christmas, 
that yeah. most people agree that that is not the day he was born. It was not. That was not the day he was born. No. Okay. But uh, uh, that also has taken uh, uh, significance. But uh, anyway, it actually comes to the word Ishtar. Ishtar was was a uh, Sumerian goddess who was married to the son to, to the god god Baal, and they had a they had a son Tammuz. Tammuz was killed by a wild pig, and and to commemorate Ishtar. Uh, he, he what, what happened was Tammuz was resurrected to the father Baal, and they would they would eat uh, a wild pig on Ishtar or Easter to commemorate his resurrection. So it has both you know uh, pagan and, and Christian uh, 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 meanings. It seems like that's always the case. And by yeah. the way, Barry, where did you get all your Bible knowledge? You pull stuff out of a hat sometimes. No, it's just it's called the internet, Google. <laughs> Just Google it sometime. Look, 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 look up the original meaning of, uh, of Easter. I just might do that. And uh, just look it up. It comes from the word Ishtar. Ever wonder where? And they, they, they would celebrate with rabbits and colored eggs, and that's where it comes from, which is a sign of fertility. You know. Right. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Okay. But there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, hey, that's that's what the, the, they, we, we just can't lose fact of the original meaning. It's it, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season. Yes, and as long it's as we about, center, it's not about Easter eggs. It's not about rabbits. As, you know, as long as we center everything around Jesus, we're good. As long to go. as it's centered around Him, you know, as long as He's the primary base, you can have whatever fun you want to have. But don't don't forget about the original meaning. All right, thanks, Barry, for the reminder for all, all right, of us. Be safe. Queens Nutritional Products. Oh yeah, they're at it again. They have sales and discounts every week. For instance. These vitamins are all 25% off. That's Nature's Way, Life Extension, Terry Naturally, and Queens, all 25% off on the vitamins. And then organic stuff, don't forget about that. Pecans, $13.95 a pound. Dried pineapple, $3.99. Pine nuts, $7.99 for 8 ounces. And popcorn, $3.99 for 2 pounds. I didn't know there was such a thing as popcorn, organic popcorn. What's with that? Specials, you got raw pecans, $7.95 a pound, dried cranberries, $2.99, and dried apricots, $3.95 a pound. That's all a beautiful thing. And don't forget, senior citizens always get 10% off of the, on their low prices, wide selection, friendly service, quality products at Queen's Nutritional Products. Hey, this is Robert from Don't Bring Up God. I first want to thank Relic Hunter Firing Line. For sponsoring our show and believing in what we do. You know, I never thought I would buy a gun, but I did. I walked into Relic Hunter Firing Line knowing nothing about firearms, but that all changed. Relic Hunter Firing Line gave me safety and gun knowledge and taught me gun discipline at their on-site training class. I bought a 357 Magnum and now practice at the range all the time with their basic membership plan. Relic Hunter Firing Line is off of 145 in North Whitehall. Their phone number is 610-440-1911. Opening every day at 10. So whether you're a man or a woman, a beginner or longtime gun owner, shoot for hunting or sport, or for home and self-defense, Relic Hunter Firing Line is number one in the Lehigh Valley. See you there. Penharth is your store for Easy Blaze wood pellets, Breckwell and St. Croix pellet stoves, along with a great selection of wood stoves. 
All available at great prices with ultimate efficiency. And don't forget about their amazing Yoder Pellets Smokers and Grills, the world's most versatile cooker. You get flame grill, smoke, and bake all in one. It has a precise temperature control, clean burning wood pellets, plus an industry-leading warranty. Anything and everything tastes better off a Yoder Smoker and Grill. So visit Penharth and Copley, Tuesday through Saturday. Their phone is 610-769-5050. What can you get at King Cone? How about everything? We have Nelson's and Livy's ice cream, homemade waffle cones, ice cream cakes, banana splits, milkshakes, and plenty of indoor seating. Come drop by and treat yourself, family, and friends at King Cone. Doors open at 12 noon, seven days a week. That's King Cone at the corner of MacArthur Road and Route 329 in Whitehall. Call at 610-261-1935. I hope you can freely bring up God to family and friends, but sometimes they look at you like you got worms crawling out of your ears. As if what is wrong with you? Their message is loud and clear. Don't bring up God. But on this show, don't bring up God, we bring up God. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's the Don't Bring Up God Show with Robert every Sunday morning from 8 to 9. Yo, we talked about throwing up on a boat, the Wizard of Oz, the prostate, and the bad attitude of an ostrich. But the best, most important topics of all are God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible. Yeah, come join the party and call us live at 610-720-7900. That's 610-720-7900. Happy Easter, everybody. This is one of my favorite songs. about how far is heaven it's all about heaven that's the prize man not down here there's some good stuff down here for sure too much bad man Jesus, our Savior. He saves us. And today, Easter, he did resurrect. He did come back to life. As I mentioned, the third time he appeared to his apostles, he told them about fishing, casting the net over to one side, and they caught uh, like 153 fish. Man, 153. I wonder if that number is significant. It probably is in some way, but I don't know the significance. But 153 fish they caught in in one shot. So many at one time. Man, when I was a kid, I used to go fishing. I'd be happy with just one. Can I catch one, please? I got nothing. I got nothing except eight big, large mosquito bites. Big, round things the size of a nickel if not a quarter, big, shiny, scary mosquito bites that itched you to no end, that stood on you and displayed themselves for at least three days. That's all I ever caught. And, and when Jesus appeared to, appeared to the apostles and interacted with the apostles, a lot of times they were fishing. I mean, they I guess most of them were fishermen. But, but every now and then, could, could they be doing something else? Maybe Jesus could have appeared to them while, instead of fishing, maybe they were arm wrestling. Yeah, something different, or throwing darts, maybe. 
could have, could have, they could have been doing that. You never know. Anyway, the bottom line is this: God was, God was. Where are my? The book says, God who raised up the Lord will raise us also by His power. You know, we got to believe that and hold on to that. So, so when will this resurrection be of all mankind? Mm, that's an intriguing question. Maybe this caller will have the answer. Caller, who's this? NJ. NJ, what's up? I uh, just want a couple points you made about, yeah, you're right, that uh, even before the uh, earth was created, God knew who who was going to be uh, saved. And uh, the second part was about... Um, the idea that uh, the, the picture is that uh, Jesus is the groom and we're the bride. Now, let's take it one step further. When you choose your bride, you give her a diamond ring, which is something that's precious and beautiful. Jesus gives us the third part of the Trinity. He gives us the Holy Spirit to live within us, within the temple, right, the, the body. That's a nice and seal just, uh, and bonding. That's a good analogy. Right, right. And let me just bring it all home, because in Ephesians, it says, Praise be to the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who blessed us in the heavenly realms. Right? And it goes on to say, uh, See, he's blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ, for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us to be adopted as sons through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure. And it says, and will, to the praise be his uh, glorious grace, which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him we have redemption. And here's the key, the key we cannot forget. The key is redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with wisdom and understanding. Let me just drop down. Having believed you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who was a deposit, guarantee in our inheritance until the redemption of the... That's a very nice analogy. I heard somebody uh, mention the fact that we give too much credence to Jesus. It's all about God, they said. God is the most important thing. But what they fail to realize is Jesus is a perfect representation of God for us to understand more readily. Right, it's uh, the three... It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Now, more specifically about the Holy Spirit, we can't forget. God says it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my Holy Spirit. It's by His Yeah, the Spirit. Holy Spirit That's is definitely the key. And we'll be talking oh, more about that. Next week, I'm bringing NJ and the Caboose on. We're going to talk about the end times, all kinds of things in Revelation that can be right. confusing, but these boys are going to clear it up for everybody, right? <laughs> we'll see. We'll give and it a shot. The, the Holy Spirit. We'll give it a shot. Thanks, NJ. <laughs> Take care. God bless. So Jesus resurrected on Easter, the equinox, if I'm saying that word right, something like that. But when will we, after we die, when will we all resurrect? Uh, what, what's the uh, chronological did I say that? I'm, I'm really doubtful. I'm a chronological. I put an extra syllable in there, I think. Chronological. That's it. A chronological order of events. Do we know what these events are? 
you know, there's explanations of the end times in the Gospels, Daniel, Ezekiel, Revelation. There's all kinds of steps, one after the other, on what's going to happen on the end times. And I got to tell you, that's confusing. So many steps. It's like getting directions from a passerby when you're driving. Oh, yeah, just just take a left here, a right, a right, and then a left over the bridge, blah, blah, blah. After the second or third turn that he tells me to take, my eyes glaze over. I, I got to tap out. And then he's giving me directions, and I, okay, thank you. You've been a great help. Thank you very much. I roll up the window. I start driving, and then I turn to my wife. Did you get all that? Because I'm totally lost. I have no idea what he said. Am I the only one like that? I don't think I am. (laughs) But tons of people try to figure out these end times. They try to decipher every little detail on what's going to happen. And I I got news for you. Nobody knows exactly. They come across like they know exactly. They don't. But we do do our best to understand it in our flawed way. Now, first off, nobody knows the exact day of this end time, second coming type of thing. For the book says, for the exact day or hour, no one knows it. Neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but the Father only. The, the most important thing we need to know is that if we stay with Jesus, we understand him, and we believe in him and we follow him. Follow, that's a key word said, said in the Bible so many times. As long as we stick with Jesus, Jesus will stick with us. He will never abandon us. You know, he'll, he'll hold us throughout these futuristic events and, and process to come, even though we may be confused by it, unsure of the process of events to come. And not knowing the exact procedure. Again, it's very difficult. You got all kinds of things going on with the rapture and the seals and the trumpets and the 144,000 evangelists and the beasts. And ah, it's all kinds of things. And we'll talk about that next week. We'll give it our best shot. But there's so many steps. It's like planning a wedding, really. Once again, so many steps you got the ceremony and pictures and receptions and, in- and introductions at the reception and the cake and the cutting and this and that. It never ends. All that really matters to a wedding is when do we eat? That's the most important thing. When do we eat? And is my steak that I ordered going to be medium rare like I asked for? Or is it going to be tough, uh, as tough as, uh, as, my, as the heel on my shoe? Is it going to be rare or, 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 or my heel? Yeah, that's the only thing that people are concerned about at a wedding. I hate to break the bubble of the bride and groom, but when do we eat? So the last days are coming, and hopefully we're all ready. Some people, some people are ready and some people aren't. Yeah, it can happen any time. Anytime the book says the Son of Man is coming at the time you least expect it. So, so don't think you can do your thing here on earth and not worry about it. You'll worry about it when you're 40, 50, 60 years old. Maybe you'll change your ways then. No, that's not going to cut it. It could happen now. And what happens when you're 16 or 23 or 30, when you're still young? 
You're, you're not going to have a second chance. And, and that's the kind of thing you got to understand and be aware of. That's why you got to turn to God in the Bible as soon as possible. Hey, Penn Hearth in Copley is your store for heating and cooking. What a transition that was. Their pellet and wood stoves are notorious for saving you money. Visit them on 329, about two and a half miles west of, off of MacArthur Road. That's Penn Hearth. Also has a store rebuilding service if you need to repair your stove and make it as good as new. Their website is penhearth.com where you can check out their Yoder pellet smokers and grills. Everything is available at great prices with ultimate efficiency. That's Penn Hearth, which is open Tuesday through Friday, 9.30 to 6, and Saturday, 8 to 3. That's Penn Hearth in Copley at 2626A Old Post Road. The man over there is Bob. Nice guy. Tell him Robert sent you. What can you get at King Cone? How about everything? We have Nelson's and Livy's ice cream, homemade waffle cones, ice cream cakes, banana splits, milkshakes, and plenty of indoor seating. Come drop by and treat yourself, family, and friends at King Cone. Doors open at 12 noon, seven days a week. That's King Cone at the corner of MacArthur Road and Route 329 in Whitehall. Call at 610-261-1935. You need to see it to believe it. Relic Hunter Firing Line has a new awesome 12-lane indoor gun range, rentals, and the largest selection of firearms for purchase. Also available are training classes for both men and women, along with several membership plans to suit your specific needs. Relic Hunter Firing Line is located off Route 145 in North Whitehall. Give them a call at 610-440-1911. Their friendly and helpful service is available to you seven days a week as Relic Hunter Firing Line opens every day at 10 a.m. And if you're looking to purchase firearms, you can actually try before you buy. Shoot the gun first in the 12-lane indoor range and then decide. So that's Relic Hunter Firing Line off Route 145 in North Whitehall. Their phone is 610-440-1911. Or visit them at their website, relichunter.com. Tell them Robert from Don't Bring Up God sent you. Queen's Nutritional Products is all about one thing, clean, healthy, natural living. Take advantage of Queen's full assortment of organic, vegan, vegetarian, and gluten-free products. Everything from vitamins, herbs, grains, and raw honey to skin, hair, and beauty enhancers designed to slow down the aging process. Queen's also has pet products without all the harmful artificial ingredients and chemicals. Queen's Nutritional Products is located at 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue, right on the border of Allentown and Bethlehem. Visit their website at queensnutrition.net. Their phone is 610-691-6644. And for you sports nutritionists, there's no better place than Queen's. With 40 years of experience, they will absolutely fuel your fire. Queen's, a family business, is also a wholesale business specializing in dried fruits and nuts, Roasted fresh right on the premises. So that's Queen's Nutritional Products open seven days a week. 
I hope you can freely bring up God to family and friends, but sometimes they look at you like you got worms crawling out of your ears. As if what is wrong with you? Their message is loud and clear. Don't bring up God. But on this show, don't bring up God, we bring up God. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. It's the Don't Bring Up God show with Robert every Sunday morning from 8 to 9. Yo, we talked about throwing up on a boat, the Wizard of Oz, the prostate, and the bad attitude of an ostrich. But the best, most important topics of all are God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible. Yeah, come join the party and call us live at 610-720-7900. That's 610-720-7900. Woo, 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 woo. So the Son of Man is coming at the time you least expect it. Sort of like a surprise birthday party. Yeah, you turn 50 and you know your wife's going to be planning something. You expect it. So... Out of nowhere, you visit a friend that you never visited in like 10 years, so you expect it to come, and to your surprise, there's nothing. And then maybe later that night or the next day, you go out to eat, and you never go out to eat. So you figure, well, this is the surprise birthday, and and it's nothing again. So you figure, well, I guess she's not going to plan anything. You resign yourself to, no, it's not going to happen. And then Sunday afternoon... You you walk out to the shed to see if your lawnmower is going to start for the year. And all of a sudden, you got 25 people wedged into that shed yelling, surprise, surprise. <laughs> you almost have a heart attack. Comes out of nowhere. Eh, she got you there. It's the same thing with Jesus. When he comes back, it will be a surprise. Hey, we got a caller. Who's this? Hey, morning. It's Joe. What's up, Caboose? <clears throat> How you doing? Um... Yeah, um, Barry. Barry's right. I mean, Easter is a um, pagan holiday, and it's taken from Ishtar, the fertility goddess. Um, and actually, the Bible does make a, d- a discernment, distinguishment between that day and Acts chapter four. And you know, technically, I mean, Easter just rolls off the tongue, right? But uh, technically, it's the memorial of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. <laughs> so technically, you know, but again, like you're saying. We don't worship pagan goddesses on this day. We don't worship uh, a pagan god on uh, Christmas Day and so forth. Um, But this is the most significant part of the entire Bible. I mean, Jesus, anyone can die, right? Yes. Anyone can be buried. But who, who raises himself from the dead? And God the Father, God the Son, and the Holy Spirit, it talks about each of them raising Jesus' body from the dead. So the resurrection is like the linchpin, the key that, if it were not true, our faith is just, you know, it's insignificant. And Jesus didn't didn't actually die, die. I mean, his body was in a state of suspended animation to a point it didn't corrode or corrupt, but he went, he left his body spiritually. The physical body died. Uh, shed blood. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. So it does, does talk about Jesus, the Son of God, which really that term means he's making himself equivalent with God, uh, and that's why the Jews wanted to put him to death for blasphemy, but Jesus, uh, the God, the Son, is eternal. Yes, and so my point was when he died, he was still active. Oh yeah, his spirit, definitely, because, you know, as it was brought up on the show before, 
uh, all, all the atheists brought up and said, oh, there's a contradiction because Jesus said to the thief, today you will be with me in paradise, and then he said to Mary Magdalene, well, later I've not yet ascended. Well, the answer is simple. The physical body dies, literally dies, um, but before corruption sets in, then the resurrection occurs. But his spirit, see, even man, we are made of three parts, body, the physical part, spirit, and soul. And the soul is, is our, our thoughts, our emotions, our will. The spirit, think of it like an electrical plug. It allows us to plug into either the Holy Spirit or the demonic spirit world. So even man is a three-part triune being. And a great way to gain the Holy Spirit is to read the Bible. Open yourself up to what's there and what's being communicated from God directly to you. Yeah, and all this stuff like you were talking about, some some stuff is pretty complicated. It takes some really in-depth study, but this is the simple answer. Just make sure you're saved. Make sure there is a point in your life that you repented of your sins, turned away from sin, turned to Jesus Christ, asked Him to become your Lord God and Savior, and trust in what He did on the cross. Like you said earlier, it is finished. That's a, an accounting term in, in Greek, tetelestai, meaning paid in full. He paid it all. That's what saves us. And, yeah, we should learn the Word of God and learn all these events and things so we can grow in the knowledge of Christ as He's revealed it to us. But we don't have to know everything. We just have to make sure we're saved. Right. We're not going to get a quiz once we're in heaven. Hey, thanks, Joe. (laughs) Thanks, Joe, for wrapping it up as usual. We'll see you next week, pal. Yep. See ya. All right. Now, this second coming that I was alluding to, actually the Bible relates it, and again, we're going to be talking about this second coming, the rapture, tribulation, all this stuff, uh, next week with Joe and AJ in the house. But the Bible relates all that to Noah's time. The book says the coming of the Son of Man will repeat what happened in Noah's time. In the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and being married, right up to the day Noah entered the ark. So it was pretty much business as usual. People ignoring and disobeying God, doing their own thing with a carefree state of mind. And then, and then all of a sudden, bang, the flood came. And it came quick, and then everybody was in a panic all of a sudden, trying to get on the boat, trying to be saved and not die. Hey, when when the end times comes, it comes quick. And when it does, how important will, will CNN's breaking news be at that point? It'll be meaningless, totally worthless. The book says... They were totally unconcerned until the flood came and destroyed them. And that's exactly what's happening today. You know, people think that God isn't watching. That's a big mistake. Yeah, as long as your heart is beating, God is watching. Every every thought, word, and deed of all of us, God watches. And in the time of Noah, God didn't like what he saw. Like today, and especially back then, the book says, when the Lord saw how great was man's wickedness on earth and how no desire that his heart conceived was anything but evil, he regretted that he had made man on earth, and his heart was grieved. God's heart was grieved. And that shows that God cares for us. He's on our side. He loves us. If he didn't, it wouldn't say his heart was grieved. 
it would it would say something like, and God was laughing hysterically at their demise. It would say something like that. He'd be laughing at our sins. He'd be looking down, laughing. Oh, look at that car accident with that DUI driver. <laughs> How hilarious is that? Uh, look at look at that adultery going on. Wait till she finds out. No, God doesn't laugh. And he takes no joy in our misery as a result of sin. No, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, we all got to realize, man, this way of the world, life of ours on earth, it's a big sinking ship and it's going down. And the only life preserver available is Jesus. And as I said, we'll be talking more about this next week. Yeah, I guess the terrorism. I don't know if that happened last night or this morning with uh, people dying again. And then, yeah, of course, you had this Notre Dame situation, this Notre Dame church on fire. And first of all, it's not Notre Dame, Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame. It's the Notre Dame church, at least in the United States. Maybe in France and England they say it that way. I don't know. But, but, but the Notre Dame church, everybody agrees, was magnificent in architecture and the art in there. It was a beautiful structure in so many different ways. But we got to remember, dude, it was, it's still just a building, all right? It's just a building. And people say, well, it was an accident. Somebody dropped a match or something. I'm not too sure about that either. I'm leaning towards it was deliberately set, especially in light of all the vandalism in France and England against the Christian churches. That's been going on for quite a while. Evidently, they don't want anybody to talk about that. I'm not sure why. But the Notre Dame church, without question, was a disaster. In my mind, it wasn't a tragedy because nobody died. It was a disaster. I I believe also it was an example of how we worship the created and not the creator. You know, the building, it's not Jesus. Uh, People I see kneeling and praying What are they kneeling and praying for? I hope they're not kneeling and praying to the building. You know, I'm hoping that they're that concerned with God and the Bible and Jesus in ordinary life day by day. Don't don't get so, so hung up on a building or an inanimate object. And I think that's what's going on there a little bit. Are they that despondent and hurt and taken aback when Jesus died with the commemoration of what happened his life and his death and resurrection are they that in tuned to, to all that good stuff well I hope so hey it's time to go hey all roads lead back to God Tyler we love you and we'll see you again Around the world, WAEB Allentown. Available anywhere you want to listen on our free iHeartRadio app. Download it now. News Radio 790.